Welcome to The Ziggler Show. I'm your host, Kevin Miller, and this is our Habits Show. Zig Ziggler was the grandfather of good habits, and Zig's son and CEO of Ziggler, Tom Ziggler, is famous for citing the fastest way to success is simply replacing bad habits with good habits. So today, we go behind the scenes with fear expert, Ruth Sukup, to hear her habits for success. And the purpose is to confirm the good habits you already employ in your own life and help inspire you and expose you to even more. So Ruth is the best-selling author of Do It Scared, and in our show, 691, I was with her and our topic was discovering your fear type and mastering it. Walking through Ruth's habits in this show, what struck me was the area of career where her methodology is to keep things on track by consistently stepping back to look at the big picture. And this is something that I think few of us take the time to truly do in any area. Uh, other aspects of interest in the show and in her habits was, uh, she hates exercise. She admitted and physical activity, though she does do it and you'll hear what she does. Uh, she says she'd rather watch Netflix and travel for the most part. That's what she enjoys. She works to prioritize marriage over kids. I thought was interesting. And she invests a lot in close friendships. She knows the value of that. She goes on personal retreats a lot to rejuvenate herself. Uh, she says she's the spender. Her husband is a saver. It took a good bit for them to get out of debt. They followed the Dave Ramsey plan. Uh, just really good ideas from her. And I strongly urge you folks, if you didn't listen to that show, one of the main things we really tried to drive people to was her assessment on fear. I have had few things that have impacted people so deeply, myself included in a long time, go to do it scared.com slash assessment. So we will get started now with Ruth and her habits for success. Okay, Ruth. Well, now we're going to go behind the scenes with you and know that you're doing all these spokes. Uh, you're doing them scared, but you're doing them right. Doing it scared. Okay. There's everybody's motivation right there. (laughs) All right. Well, right off the bat, then uh, spoke number one is the physical and nutrition. What are the habits that you are employing to uh, be on top of those areas? So, oh, that's a hard one. I'm starting with the hardest one. So for me, exercise is a struggle because I hate exercise. I hate it so much. I've always hated it ever since I was little. I do not like physical activity. So the way that I, I force myself to do it is I actually pay for a trainer and I show up at the gym three times a week because I will, the accountability helps me to keep going. Um, and so that's been, that's been great. And that's probably, that's, I've, I've started doing that about two years ago and I've mm. been able to stick with it. So I'd say that's the, the best record that I've ever been able to keep for nice. physical activity. <laughs> nice. How about on the nutrition side? Do you know anything specific there? Uh, I do. I ha- started doing keto about a year ago and um, actually started it with my husband and it has been great for both of us because we've always, we've, you know, just struggled to find things that we will that we can both do together and we have very different tastes and we actually really both like the keto thing. And with that, one of our big struggles is, you know, he's a stay at home dad and I, and I'm the working parent and yet he hates to make dinner. Like that is his absolute like hate, 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 hate thing. And for so long I would come home and be just exhausted and there'd be nothing for me to cook because he does the grocery shopping doesn't like buy the same food that I would buy. And, and we had this like ongoing just irritation with each other that we weren't like that. I was 
hungry. Basically he was irritated with me for wanting dinner and I was irritated with him that there was no dinner. (laughs) And so finally we figured it out after we started doing keto, I started meal planning and making the grocery list, which seems like such a simple, basic thing, but it has really been life changing. So on Sundays I will make a grocery list and I break it down by um, day of the week because he likes to go grocery shopping every day. He loves Publix. And so he goes every day. (laughs) And um, so I say, this is what we need for Monday. This is what we need for Tuesday. And he goes and gets it. And then I come home and the food's already out on the counter and I just cook it up. And it has been amazing for both of us. We both lost, like, I think he lost 30 pounds and I lost 25 pounds. So it's been amazing. Yeah. Wow. That is, that is so funny. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like grocery shopping. I mean, half the, most days, I mean, we've got a big family and to keep fresh stuff in there, not quite daily, but almost, but I, I totally enjoy going there, buying what I want. Cause then I go home and cook it. That's, that is my gig. Oh, more power to you. Uh, I hate grocery shopping. So the fact that he loves it so much and that I, that works for me. <laughs> my wife is not upset that I like it uh, for sure. Well, second spoke here is Family and friends, but in essence, relationships. What are the things that you are habitually employing to have keep your relationships where you want them to be? Oh, I love that. I love that question. So first of all, um, one thing that I've really worked hard on is prioritizing my marriage mm. um, over my kids. Mm. And that is because what I've realized is that when my husband and I are in a good place and our marriage is strong and I'm pouring into him intentionally pouring into him, then everything else works better. Mm. You know, I'm happier in my business. I'm happier at home. My kids are happier. And that is sort of the catalyst for everything. So that's been, that's been really, really cool. And the other thing I think that I I've prioritized with my relationships is friendships. And especially as an, as an outcast, I'm not a, have a ton of, ton of friends kind of person. I have more deep, deep and meaningful friendships. So I have a few key people in my life who are just, I call them my truth tellers and they are the people who will give it to me straight and who, um, who I can really have honest conversations. I love people who will tell me the things that are hard to hear. Um, but, but I know that there's enough trust that they will say it with love and also be my biggest encouragers at the same time. And hopefully I'm do the same for them. So that's been, that's been really important. As a fellow outcast, I, <laughs> I hear you on that one. Uh, third one is, is mental. The things that you do just for your mental well being and sharpness. A few things I read constantly. So I, and I do all, almost all audiobooks these days because I do audiobooks while I'm going for a walk or while I'm exercising. And that makes me, takes my mind off the fact that I'm actually exercising. <laughs> yeah. So I like that. But I also feel like I'm then being productive at the same time. And, but I try to get through, I love to listen to books at a double or triple speed. Oh, <laughs> and wow. I get through them very fast. Wow. And, um, so I like, I like to do that, but I also, another thing that I do just sort of for my mental health is, um, I take personal retreats, uh, on a fairly regular basis. So I will go a couple times a year and it's something that my husband and I have had to realize cause he's very extroverted and I'm very introverted. And so how I recharge is by being alone. And because I have a job that requires me to be out in front of people so much and talking and doing all of these things that are very extroverted, I don't, it's not that I mind them, but I need, there are times where I just need to retreat from everybody and everything and have time to just think and read and sleep. And, and so I do that a couple times a year. 
Well, I have to give a call out to uh, Shalene Johnson. It was during our interview and she talked about, she said she's an outgoing introvert. And I grabbed, yes. I grabbed onto that. I, I've never heard that. That is me. Uh, I can turn it on, but I'm, yeah, I'm an introvert. I recharge that alone. Is, I feel like that is me. That is exactly me too. That's great. That's great. Yeah. The retreats are a lifesaver for me. I do more than twice a year. Uh, do sure. you? Oh, oh I goodness. wish I could do it more than twice a year. Uh, well, I have a Someday. very, my, my wife does them as well. So we trade off. Um, and we have, and we oh, have, that's awesome. Well, we also have older kids that we can leverage, uh, which is, and a, that is a, that's huge too. Our kids are just getting to the point where it's a little bit easier. But yeah. one thing that I do do is if I have a work trip, I will try to like tag an extra day yeah. onto it because if I'm already leaving, then an extra day doesn't affect anybody. And that gives me just like a little bit of, of alone space. That is, that's great. All right. Fourth spoke is financial, the things that you do for your financial things that you've uh, done in the past, things that you do today, either way. So we did Dave Ramsey a few years ago. We went through the whole program and that was actually amazing because I'm a spender. My husband is a saver and it was so hard for us to get on the same page with money. And that was the first time that we were able to find a, a common ground and we became gazelles and we paid off all of our debt. And now we have lived debt-free for years and years now. And we have, you know, we have a rental house that we paid cash for. I have a, a headquarters building that I paid cash for. I have my, our home that we paid cash for. We're building another house that we are, we're paying cash for. And we're on baby step seven, which is just amazing. Like we've been able to do really cool things. Um, we've built, I've built a school in Bolivia and in Africa and now in the Dominican Republic. And so it feels really cool to be in a place finally in my life where I, where money doesn't control me, where I actually have control over it. So it's been, I I credit Dave Ramsey for all of that. (laughs) Financial peace. You can't argue against that. And thanks to these sponsors for bringing us today's show. Five is spiritual. And I appreciate at the end of our first show together, you mentioned your journey a bit there. So tell us what are the things that you're doing for your spiritual well-being? You know, that's, I feel like that's such a, it's been such an interesting journey for me is to find like, cause as we talked about before, I went fully away from, from God and religion and, and just completely shut that out of my life for, for well over 10 years. And so to come back to that and just a, a place of complete humility and gratitude, I think every day I, I practice a lot of gratitude because I'm here, I'm standing in front of you and I shouldn't be. And yeah. I feel like everything that happens up to this point or after this point is a, is a gift. And so I just try to try to keep that front and center every day. Next one is career. And I know you've had a great career and yet you're at another, I assume another new chapter of acceleration at this point with, with the book and with all that's happening. So what are the things that keep you where you need to be career wise? Oh, I feel like taking a step back to look at the big picture is really important for me. I think my business has grown so much to the point, you know, when I started, I was a stay at home mom of two little kids and I was trying to not go to target. That was, it was like my new hobby of this blog about living well and spending less. And it's grown into this huge thing. And so now I'm really having to learn how to be a CEO. And I actually love that part. I love the leadership aspect of growing my company and developing the leaders underneath me and learning how to delegate tasks, which is hard as an outcast, but it's also such a great challenge. And so I feel like 
going forward, that's really my role is to be, is to not be the company, but to be the facilitator for other people to create and duplicate what I've been able to start. And so that's, it's, it's a fun challenge. Goodness. Personal is the last one. And this is the one, this is always an interesting one to me. This is the, <laughs> the fun, uh, hobbies, play the things that you do just for you, just for Ruth. Just for me. So this is kind of embarrassing, but I we like embarrassing. That's love good. Netflix so much. Netflix and Amazon Prime. I kind of see those as the same thing. Um, but I, every night after after we cook dinner, my husband and I will watch a movie, and we're constantly trying to find something that doesn't suck. And yeah. Um, yeah, we just, we, we, that's like our little hobby to do together. But I also, my hobby to not do with my husband is I love to travel and he does not. So this year we're actually going on separate vacations. I'm taking my oldest daughter to France and Italy, and he's taking our youngest daughter on a cruise. Oh, so that sweet. should be really interesting. But yeah, I, I would, I want to go to all the places and do all the things. Okay. So you got to give a couple of Netflix, <laughs> recent Netflix recommendations. Cause that, that's the thing. We don't have regular TV, but obviously we can stream stuff, but it's, to yeah. me, it's always a struggle. I would love to watch something good. What on earth are we going to, it is hard to find good. It is hard to find good movies. What was yeah. the last good one that we watched? Gosh, I don't even remember. Movie show what? anything. We, we had, go ahead kind of liked you again. We watched that two nights ago. Last night we watched The Fugitive, which with Harrison Ford, the oldie. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, two nights ago we watched You Again. It was with Kristen Bell and who else was in that? The Rock was in it. It was it was pretty cute. Um came out I think in 2010. Yeah. But it was not I would say it was probably like a B minus. It was not a it was not I, I can't think of anything that I've watched recently that was Oh my gosh, that was such a great movie. Yeah. Oh, I know which one we <laughs> we watched with with also had the rock because my kids really like the rock. Um was um San Andreas. Yeah. That was a big oh, no. that was a big hit. We had some friends over. We have a big a projector and so we can like screen uh-huh. screen things on the on the wall and so we had some friends over for movie night and we have tweens and San Andreas was Oh, really? Yeah, was okay. a was a big hit. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll have to check that one out. Yeah, we, we again, we we love. I love to see something. It's just so often, probably more than half the time, we end up not because nobody can. Uh, we just don't know. Can anything. decide. Yeah, I know. We spent. We'll spend probably an hour watching just previews, <laughs> trying yeah. to trying to decide on something. Yeah. yeah. Hey Ruth, thank you. Thanks for letting us see the the, the behind the scenes. It gives great context for course your main message that we did two shows ago and it's just a gift to hear your heart and your habits so thank you for being with us today again thank you so much for having me well friends i hope you are inspired by ruth's sharing here again i cannot recommend enough taking her fear assessment if you have not already over thirty thousand people already have because it's just giving folks revelations about themselves as it did me so go to doitscared.com slash assessment do it scared.com slash assessment. If you got value from the show, please let Ruth and me know and leave a review in iTunes for the Ziegler show and mention this show coming up in show 694. We've got our Q and a show and we're talking about how to build a healthy self image. I mean, wouldn't you like to know, really know how to do that, how to build a healthy self image? Well, we have a seven and a half minute message from Zig Ziglar, an excerpt from him on stage, a presentation, of course, where he runs through some of his top advice. Probably haven't heard this one before. 
Then we posted this question to the Ziegler audience. If someone asked your advice on how to build a healthy self-image, what are three things you would offer? Folks, this may be our most significant compilation of real world insight and counsel to date. It's truly astounding and heartfelt. I had Michelle Prince join me to talk through your comments and folks, for those who hear this message, you may want more and you can get it. Uh, the CD, it all comes from a CD and DVD set called strategies for success blueprint for achievement. You can go to Ziggler.com, visit the online store and you can get it there. But, uh, this show coming up is going to be stout till then. Thank you as always for letting me walk with you as we inspire our true performance together.